Would you like to see your family more excited about the birth of Jesus this Christmas season? Are you looking for new and creative ways to teach your kids about the true meaning of Christmas? Well, then we are so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. If you enjoy this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even a one-time end-of-the-year donation? Listeners, your support helps to sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. So if you feel led to partner with us, please just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. Thank you so much for your support. This enables us to further our mission, to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. I don't know about you, but I just love waking up in the morning, curling up in my comfy chair with a warm cup of coffee and reading the daily news. Did you just tense up? Because I did. Honestly, I sense myself wanting to avoid the news at all costs and shield my children from it as well. But what if there was a better way to be informed without being disheartened? Well, that's exactly what I love about the world and everything in it. This podcast from World News Group is my favorite source for current events because I can get sound journalism from a Christian worldview without the hysteria, the chaos, and the stress. As one of Apple Podcasts' top 100 news programs, they deliver essential headlines, field reporting, interviews, and expert analysis every weekday. Search for The World and Everything in It wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Ginger. Today is all about one of my favorite things, which is Christmas traditions. We talked about fun ideas for a Christ-centered Christmas two years ago, back in episode 46, and that's where we shared some of our favorite Christmas traditions. Last year, we shared some of our listeners' favorite Christ-centered gift ideas, and that was episode 98. So this year, we wanted to switch it up a bit and share some of our listeners' favorite Christmas traditions, along with a few of ours thrown in there as well, because we can't help ourselves. Um, (laughs) We've just had so many great responses from all of you listeners. Thank you so much for sharing your ideas and the fun traditions you do with your families. We want to go ahead and share as many as we can. So let's get right to it. Ginger, why don't you go ahead and go first? Sure. Sarah shared this idea on Instagram. She wrote, I love doing crafty things. So each year I make something that makes Christmas super fun and exciting for our kids, but also keeps the focus on Jesus. Last year, I made two wise men figures that are like the elf on the shelf trend. So the wise men spend the month of December traveling around our house, getting up to all sorts of things on their way to find baby (laughs) Jesus. That's so cute. I love that. (laughs) My husband and I have so much fun setting up the scene each night, and my daughter absolutely loves waking up each morning and running around the house to find what the wise men are up to. Something new Sarah made this year for her family was a nativity advent calendar where each day the children pick a nativity character out of the numbered pocket and hang it on the corresponding button. And by the 25th, the whole nativity scene is made. This is just such a fun idea. And I so want to be that mom. I know. (laughs) Who could do stuff like like a, a little surprise every morning for the kids. I just, I've never had that kind of creative energy. And I love to see though what other people come up with. Mm-hmm. The, I'll be honest, uh, sometimes though, the the elf on the shelf thing, I'm like, just the mess involved and the, the thinking 
Mm-hmm. It hurts me. It does. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Um, but that is just the sweet. Oh, and I can't imagine the memories those kids are going to have from those. So oh, sweet. yeah, absolutely. Um, our listener, Peyton, says this. I only buy each child three gifts, but one of their favorites is a junky slash sugary cereal. This is the only time of year they get to eat it. Once it is gone, they don't get any more, but they simply love the treat of Lucky Charms and Cocoa Puffs. And she says, we also do Christmas school with Read Aloud Revival. Always a treat. I love Read Aloud Revival. That's Mm -hmm. a great podcast if you guys haven't heard of it. Uh, I have in years past limited our kids big gifts to three each, plus some stocking stuffers. That's not easy to do, uh, but it does keep me from excessive spending. I think it also helps our kids not to be overwhelmed by the excessiveness that we can all be so caught up in this time of year. Mm-hmm. So, Ginger, what's our next listener tradition? Erica commented on Facebook, we do a family talent show on Christmas Eve from youngest to oldest, and everyone participates. My grandma does a family poem that rhymes and includes every person, and everyone spends the night, so our whole family wakes up together. I also started using Manger Mission with my kids to move the wise men around all month as they get closer to Jesus on Christmas Day. I have not heard of Manger Mission. Yeah, that's Katie, I, I, yeah, that's new. new I, I, yeah. It must be fairly new. I'd not heard of it either. But I did glance at their website, and it looks like a lot of fun, definitely a good kid-friendly tradition. The mission statement on their website says that it's to offer a tradition that encourages children to be creative and inspires families to focus on Jesus during the Christmas season. So it seems like a great idea to me. We'll have Heather put a link to that in the show notes, and you guys can go on their website and check it out for yourselves. That's great. Our listener, Kim, shared this with us. She said, we are a young family in Australia, so Christmas is not cold at all, but I love celebrating and anticipating, so we often do these things. Do some yummy baking and complete a Jesse tree. Instead of having a Christmas tree, we do a Jesse tree. Every day of the Advent season, we read about someone in Jesus's family tree, color in a little paper ornament related to the story, and hang it on our little wooden tree. I love that this helps us all focus on the Christmas season and what Christmas Day is actually celebrated for. On Christmas Day, we go to our church service and then spend the day with family, eating good food, swimming because Australia, uh, singing Christmas songs and enjoying the day together. Our listener, Brittany, says they also do a Jesse tree every year as a countdown to Christmas. She writes, I made the ornaments out of felt and twine when my son was a baby, and we've done it every year since then. There's a Bible story that goes with each ornament, and it all points to the birth of Jesus. There's a heart probing devotion and prayer for each night as well. And May Lee says that her favorite Christmas traditions are reading a gospel-centered story each night during Advent, looking at Christmas lights, and going to the movies in their PJs on Christmas Eve. That is really sweet. I've not heard that. Interesting. You know, I thought only folks in Alabama went to the movies in their pajamas. (laughs) Or Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely be down for that. I'm all about some cozy jammy, some junk food, and a good movie. That's right. Uh, Our listener, Taya, says her favorite tradition is making a homemade countdown to Christmas tree out of last year's leftover wrapping paper. We have so many crafty listeners, is what I'm learning. I know. And I love these ideas, but as a not-so-artsy or not-so crafty person. All these moms making homemade stuff from twine and felt and leftover wrapping paper. I don't know, Katie, it just intimidates me. 
And to be honest, it makes me a little tired. <laughs> Especially Some people around have the so much season. of that creative energy, though. My mom does. I mean, she's they got do. It is therapeutic. So oh, it's absolutely. therapeutic for yeah. people like that. For me, it would not be therapeutic. Right. It would be overwhelming and exhausting. Yeah. And, you know, call me lazy. But when it comes to Christmas traditions, I guess I'm more of a what can I buy to make my life less complicated kind of mom. No, and that's not <laughs> laziness. I mean, it truly is personality and gifting. And I think that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, thank you, Katie. That makes me feel better. <laughs> and speaking of uh, traditions that I'll these moms are talking about um, you, making things. I do love that idea, but you can buy certain, you know, different things to, to establish your Christmas traditions. Um, I love the idea of the names of Jesus Christmas tree. A lot of people have like a large Christmas tree in their house and then a smaller one somewhere else. And um, for the uh, names of Jesus tree, and I found some beautiful wooden ornaments on Amazon with all the names of Jesus on them. And I'll, I'll have Heather put a link to it. It was a 24-piece set, and I just thought it was really beautiful, and it was only $10. So we'll have uh, Heather put a link to that one in the show notes that I like. Check that out, yeah. All right, Ginger, give us some more listener traditions. Julie says, on Christmas morning, we put birthday candles into Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes, and we sing Happy Birthday to Jesus. Aww. I know. I love that. My, she said, my grandmother did this every year with us, and we continue the tradition today. And see, that's what I'm talking about. I think sometimes we can make things more complicated than they have to be. You know, this busy mom uses Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. I love the homemade stuff, but when we're running short on time during the busy holiday season, or we're not crafty at artsy like I'm not, um, let's not let that stop us from creating simple, fun traditions. So, Julie, hats off to your grandmother who started such an easy tradition that exalts Jesus. Mm -hmm. It obviously is a very sweet, memorable tradition that you had growing up, and I love that you're carrying on your grandma's tradition with your children. The next one I want to share actually came from my daughter, Alex, who wrote in as we requested all of our <laughs> listeners to do. And I appreciate that because she doesn't even have children yet. And she's listening she's to our so podcast. <laughs> and so she wrote in uh, and she writes, Pajama Jam. When my husband was little, his mom would make a batch of homemade hot cocoa while all the kiddos would be snuggled up in their rooms going to sleep. Suddenly, they would hear a special bell their parents would ring. That <laughs> special bell meant that it was time for a surprise, quote unquote, pajama jam. And this is where they would all pile into their car late at night, snuggled up in their pajamas and sipping on mom's homemade hot cocoa. They would listen to Christmas music and drive around looking at lights. I love that. And she that said, my husband so and I. That is so cute. I know. I love it. She calls her uh, mother-in-law Mama Cody. It's so cute. Aww. So Mama Cody, she, she's one of those really creative, mm. come up with, uh, I've actually stolen a lot of her ideas to start her own tradition. But this is a really cute idea for something you're going to do anyway. Like f most families might be going around to look at lights anyway. So why not right. make it pajama So too? why not yeah. make it fun? And that's so, as Alex calls her, Mama Cody. And, you know, oh, to, it just to have it the bell elevates it even more. Yeah, so yeah, memorable. They, they don't know when it's going to happen, right. I guess. You know, all the kids are in their pajamas. They're already going to sleep and thinking, you know, they're in for the night. And then she I rings that bell and what? it's a surprise pajama jam right And then you've the got car. the benefit of you don't have to tell them ahead of time. So if it falls through for some reason... You know, I don't tell my kids anything until the moment before it happens, because then I have to Smart. hear about it. Yeah. Yep. So then, you know, you can work it into your schedule as you're able. And then it's just incredibly. Memorable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I uh, know. So awesome idea. Uh, so Alex said that she and her husband, Josh, have already bought their own bell at an antique store. And they plan Aww. on doing that when they have kids one day. Have your kids ever come to you with math homework and ask for your help? 
only for you to realize you did a mathematical brain dump the day you graduated high school. Well, I have great news for you parents. Whether you're homeschooling or helping your kids with their math homework after school, CTC Math is an invaluable resource. They have video tutorials and summaries that are concise and really engaging while still fully covering the subject matter. It's like having your own personal math tutor accessible at any time. I have so many favorite things about CTC Math, but just to name a few, I get extensive reports and summaries of my kids' progress, we have access to CTC Math's entire catalog of lessons, not just per grade level, as many online math programs do. And finally, there is a 365-day money-back guarantee, literally no questions asked. If you or your kids need some extra help with math, go to ctcmath.com and sign up for a free trial. Again, that's ctcmath.com. Also, Alex wrote in something, uh, she said, something my family did that my husband and I also started doing is we collect Christmas ornaments from special vacations as our souvenirs. So that was what we did in our family. And that was fun because then as you're hanging them on the tree every year, you can reminisce about some of those special places that you got to go and mm-hmm. see. Uh, Katie, I actually remember last year, our family spent some time together in Pigeon Forge. And I remember Alex and Josh were looking all over the place, uh, trying to find a Christmas ornament for their tree. And they couldn't find one. And you were so sweet. You continued to shop after we went home. You still had a little more time in Pigeon Forge. And you found one for yes. them. It was so sweet. I'll say shopping is my superpower. I'm like, <laughs> really good at it. No, that was fun. And I'm glad that they have that tradition, too, because that's something we've done. Um, I think... Since our kids were young, we didn't start it from birth, uh, but I love that they're starting it early in their marriage. Um, But collecting Christmas ornaments from special trips is really great because then you reminisce about the times together every year as you're decorating the tree. And, you know, I know I shared this on the last episode we did on the topic, but I think it bears repeating. I actually bought some oil-based Sharpie paint pens. And so when we buy ornaments on a family trip... Um, I'll write on the back any details I want to remember, like the date or the occasion for the trip. And then, um, you know, we don't forget when this actually happened. So I'll put a link in the show notes for the pens that I use. They're just great for glass ornaments, wooden ornaments, lots of different materials. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ginger, I know you always make your famous hot cocoa for tree decorating. So we for sure need to share that recipe with our listeners again. Absolutely. It is a super easy powdered mix. And I always double the recipe so that we have plenty for us. And then I divide up the second batch into little tin containers to give as Christmas gifts throughout December. And this is an idea that I got from my friend Tama many years ago, and I've been doing it ever since. Tama put the mix in jars and would use ribbon to attach a card with a Bible verse and the recipe. Mm. It's a delicious blend that can be mixed with milk or water, but you guys know how Southern I am. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that it's way better with milk just go ahead and put the milk in there splurge i was thinking like heavy cream but yeah (laughs) even better for you i mean i could see you doing heavy cream and some you know making some like eggnog consistency of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but definitely either use heavy cream or milk don't do water yeah i know it's just not as good i'm with you anyway we'll put a recipe in that for the show notes for sure Well, I absolutely love hearing all the ways our listeners bless others throughout the Christmas season. So our listener Joy said this, we always do something to bless someone else to show our kids that Christmas isn't all about us. This last year, we took our kids shopping to buy things for our local pregnancy care center. I love that Mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. Our listener Maria said this, my kids and I bake Christmas treats and make Christmas cards that we put in 10 boxes and deliver to neighbors and friends. 
Uh, Kaylee shared this. Last year, we started the tradition of making some homemade treats and taking them up to our church staff on the day that they have their regular staff meeting. They were so surprised and grateful, and my daughter absolutely loved the whole process of making everything and then seeing everyone's excitement when they received their goodies. We definitely plan to keep it going. And Janet says her favorite traditions are wrapping gifts in brown craft paper, and then everyone gets a different color ribbon. And to figure out which gifts are theirs, they have to open their stocking first. At the bottom is the ribbon that matches their gifts. Ginger, if I could get my act together, I would love to do that. Actually, you don't have to do much to get your act together. It saves you on the tags, doesn't it? You just it put does. the right color ribbon on. This is, it does. This is yep. so smart. Um, although, I would probably skip the craft paper because I can never get tape that will stick to craft paper top properly. It just... It doesn't stick as well as wrapping paper. Um, anyway, Janet continues. Christmas caroling together. Opening Christmas PJs on Christmas Eve after service. Then when the kids go down, watching It's a Wonderful Life with my husband. On our way to church, we stop and bring Christmas Eve dinner to whichever soldier is on staff duty. My husband is in the military and someone is always on duty working. Uh She's also talking about Christmas tree angels, so buying gifts for someone in need, walking around our neighborhood with hot cocoa to see all the Christmas lights displays. She also says, we are most looking forward to the Rescuer Nativity Advent set from an Instagram account called at Story of This Life, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, when you're in the military, it's hard to maintain traditions when you move to a new place so often. This one will come with us everywhere we go. I love wow, that. Janet, you have lots of great ideas she for does. establishing Christmas traditions, and I loved every single one of them. I, I know those were great. And, you know, the ones where she takes meals to people who are working, uh, we did that one year where we took food to the police station and the fire mm -hmm. department and mm -hmm. places where people are on shift work and have to be there on Christmas. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, or even Christmas Eve, I think that's a really fun tradition to start with your family as well. Um, for the past two years on our podcast, we have shared a Spotify playlist with some of our favorite Christ-exalting Christmas songs. So we want to make a little podcast tradition of our own and share that again with a few updates to it. So be sure to check out the show notes to find that as well as all the items we've mentioned on today's episode. We'll have links and more information on everything we've talked about. And for those of you who are listening and thinking to yourselves, what in the world is show notes? If you look on Ginger's website- Like your mother, didn't she ask that question? Yeah, she did. My mom wanted to know what show notes were. Um, if you look on, I wasn't going to call her out for it, Ginger. <laughs> but if, Sorry, precious. I know. If you go to gingerhubber.com and click on podcast and go find this episode, you will find all that information. But you can also look in whatever podcast app that you use, whether it's Apple Podcasts or I don't know the other ones everybody uses. I use Overcast, you know, whatever app you're using, uh, go and find show notes there as well. Yep. And so we will put some of our favorite Christ-centered Christmas gifts there. And speaking of Christmas gifts, I think now is a great time to mention our Christmas giveaway, Yay. which is our absolute favorite giveaway we have ever done. We are so excited about it. The Mom's Getaway Giveaway is going on right now on my Instagram account at ginger.hubbard. And you guys can enter to win a three-night getaway in March of 2024 on beautiful Lake Martin in Alexander City, Alabama. Alabama, which is, that is my absolute favorite place in the whole world. As a matter of fact, many of the podcasts that you guys have listened to were prepared on the screen porch of this very house overlooking Lake Martin. So super it, fans only can apply. This is like, oh, this is where, <laughs> this is where these episodes were written. That's right. I'm just this kidding. This very we, spot. We don't expect fangirls. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> 
Um, and even better, uh, the mom who wins the giveaway gets to invite up to five of her friends to come along with her. And Katie and I, along with our podcast manager, Heather, are also looking forward to coming up on one of those evenings to treat your whole group to dinner and just to hang out and spend some time getting to know you guys because we really love to meet our listeners. We, we enjoy that mm-hmm. so much when we go to events. And so this is a great way to do that in a very laid back, fun, relaxing, beautiful environment. I'm looking so forward to this, Ginger. Um, so listeners, we're announcing the winner on Ginger's Instagram account this Friday, December 8th. So there are just a few more days to enter. And again, you have to follow Ginger at ginger.hubbard for details so that you don't miss the chance to win a mom's getaway with your friends. All right. So, Katie, I think I just want to offer one more idea for establishing Christmas traditions that we actually shared a couple of years ago, but I just love it. So I wanted to share it again. Uh, It's from my friend Kim Sorgis. Kim would individually wrap Christmas books Christ-centered Christmas books, of course, because she is a Jesus-loving mama who wanted her kids to understand the true meaning of Christmas. And then Kim let her kids pick and unwrap one book for her to read to them every day in December leading up to Christmas. Kids love to open presents, and they love for parents to read to them. So this is just a super fun tradition that gives us the opportunity to slow down from all the shopping, all the planning, all the festivities, and all the crazy busyness of the season and keep the main thing the main thing, and that's celebrating the birth of Jesus and all that he is. Reading Christ-centered books with our children is a great way to do that. So stock up on the hot chocolate, get my recipe in the show notes, and snuggle up by the lights of the Christmas tree with your little ones and help them understand and appreciate the greatest gift they'll ever receive, the gift of Jesus. Well, Kim has a list of 12 books she recommends, so we'll put a link in the show notes for those, as well as some of my favorites that Ginger and I know are biblically sound. Uh, Now, I will say the idea of wrapping 24 books and actually having the emotional energy to do that every night for 24 nights in a row is just completely unrealistic for me. Uh, What I do instead is put a basket by our fireplace that has some really great Christmas picture books. And on the nights when we're home in December, and if I'm still conscious by bedtime, we'll grab one of those books and (laughs) do a few of our other uh, favorite family traditions. I am wondering though, if Kim gets new books every year or if she just rewraps the same one. Rewraps the same one. Well, my kids had their favorites. They never got tired of listening to their favorites. Because you really only read them during that season every year. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I I, I seriously doubt people would buy 24 brand new books every year. I mean, she is a prolific writer, so maybe she just has millions of books in her house. Now is the part of our show where we share a funny kid quip from one of our listeners. And today's kid quip is courtesy of Amber in Colorado. And here's what she says. For as long as my daughter has been able to talk, when she sneezes, she says, Mama, I have the bless yous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so adorable. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever shared this. I might have on the podcast. But my oldest son used to call Band-Aids, Bandang, like D-A-N-G. Uh-huh. And I mean, until he was like 11. And I never correct because I just couldn't because it was too cute. It's like, Mama, I need a Band-Dang. <laughs> so it sounded like he was real country and I couldn't. We did eventually oh. correct it because I didn't want him you know, saying that to his own kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, listeners, if you have a kid quip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any funny thing your child or grandchild has said, or it can even be something funny you said as a child. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash kid quips. That's Q-U-I-P-S to submit those. 
Well, Ginger, why don't you close us out with a final word of encouragement as we seek to keep Jesus at the center of the holiday that's meant to be about him anyway? Because <laughs> we yeah. need some help with that. <laughs> Whether our Christmas traditions are homemade from felt and twine and baked from scratch in the kitchen or store-bought ornaments and little Debbie cakes with candles is not what matters. What matters is that we're establishing traditions that point our children to Jesus. So let's do all that we can to encourage our children to celebrate Jesus this Christmas season. Thank you so much, Ginger, and thank you listeners for joining us today. Are you looking for fun and Christ-centered Christmas gifts for your children or grandchildren, or maybe for your nieces and nephews? Well, today we're offering a discount on Ginger's children's books, co-authored with Al Rowland. Just use the code PARENTING at checkout to get 10% off these three books. Sam and the Sticky Situation is a book about whining. Chloe and the Closet of Secrets is a book about lying. And Sean and His Amazing Shrinking Sister is a book about teasing. But wait, we are also offering $10 off when you buy all three of these books. That's in addition to the 10% discount on your total order. So again, just go to gingerhubbard.com and use the code PARENTING at checkout. Thank you again for joining us today, listeners. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God. Have you ever been at a total loss for how to explain to your kids some of the really hard things they've seen in our culture or in the news? Sometimes I resort to distraction, like, hey, who wants ice cream? (laughs) Because I'm just not sure how to rightly respond. This is why I'm so excited about a new podcast that is stepping in to meet that need. The podcast is called Concurrently, and each episode is full of practical help so that we can teach our kids how to develop news literacy and biblical discernment. To find out more, visit concurrentlypodcast.com and you can listen to new episodes of Concurrently every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts.